On this episode of Life After a Trojan, Pat Bosch, a 1998 graduate, shares his experience being a pediatric surgeon and traveling the world working with nonprofit medical organizations. So what sparked your interest in medicine? Uh, my father was a doctor, um, and it was, to be honest, probably the easiest path for me to take. Okay. Um, what was the hardest part on your path um, becoming a licensed doctor? Um, it's certainly very hard work in residency. Um, you have to be able to work long hours and uh, apply yourself um, pretty much even if you're tired and not feeling your best. Okay. Um, what helped you push through in those hard moments, like during residency? <laughs> Lack of an alternative. <laughs> Lack of an alternative, okay. <laughs> um, how did West High help you connect, like, your, like, your interest in the medical field? Uh, it was a great preparation for college, which is, of course, the start, you know, of your educational career, which you need before you can even get into medicine. So uh, it was great preparation. I went uh, to a school, uh, well, I went to Baltimore to Johns Hopkins, and I was pretty intimidated when I got there how everyone had been, you know, in international academies or well-known prep schools, but um, West High prepared you, so it mm -hmm. was great. That's good. Um, what kind of medicine do you practice today? Uh, pediatric orthopedics. Um, how did you get involved in working in that, like, specialty? Like, in college, why did you decide pediatrics? Well, I didn't decide in college. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in med school, well, maybe going into med school, I knew I was going to do something surgical. Because mm -hmm. I like the idea of working on things, not just prescribing things. And I think there's a lot of medicine doctors that would maybe not like the way I said that. But, um, <laughs> uh I, mean, I think your family would share that view, but um, mm -hmm. <laughs> the surgery is the physical component, so it's not just an intellectual component uh, that I think is important for mm -hmm. my enjoyment. Mm -hmm. How is um, like going to college to become a like not medical going to medical school to become a surgeon different for, rather than just like a family doctor? Uh, med school is the same, but I mean, you, uh, you'll apply yourself maybe more for the rotations mm -hmm. for surgery. Um, and generally speaking, you're going to have to score a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. Okay. How did you get involved working medically abroad? Uh, always had an international view. Mm -hmm. um, born in Austria, even though I grew up in Iowa City, you know, full, full, full. Fully, fully Iowan. Mm -hmm. uh, I went. I went to Regina with your mom. I don't know when she started, but you know, <laughs> way, way ago. So I'm certainly an Iowan, but uh, out of mind. Always went to visit family in Austria for vacations and family mm -hmm. gatherings of any sort. So I always kind of thought about the world more broadly. Mm -hmm. um, in Iowa. In med school, I got the chance to go to Kenya for, I think it was about three months at the end of med school. That was cool. Um, during uh, my early job here, uh, I went to about eight times for a week. Mm -hmm. I've been to Haiti, uh, which is the more recent one. Um, but 
always kind of had an aim internationally, uh, be that so-called developing countries where I'm supposedly trying to add something. But also I've done additional fellowships in New Zealand and in Switzerland, Mm -hmm. which aren't mission trips, of course. You know, those are to learn from them. Mm -hmm. Okay. What organizations do you work for when you travel, like, when you do, like, not charity, but, like, for free medicine or discounted? Sure. It was, uh, I mean, the most recent one in Haiti was uh, the Haiti Adventist Hospital. I'm not Adventist, but a friend of mine uh, had a connection there and needed an extra set of hands to help. Mm-hmm. So I went. Um, those trips to Ecuador were with uh, some sort of a group called Perfect World. Um but uh, I don't even really know what that represents, but uh, mm-hmm. those were the groups. Um, as I look to the future, maybe in retirement, might try to work for a more formal group. Mm-hmm. What's it like traveling to like a, another nation that might not have the same like medical system that they have in the United States? Like, What's the experience like for like a doctor like you? Uh, you open your eyes to what's really important and what you really need to control and do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, besides those working trips, I've also done some teaching trips with the Pediatric Orthopedic Society of North America and a couple other places too. And it's you always learn stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess the best way to answer it is you, you learn what's really important. Uh, you see some other things. Um, I, I guess you know the the rah rah thing as well. You see how lucky you have it. But mm-hmm. sometimes you comically also see, you know what, the computer system in Haiti was better than the computer system the city of Pittsburgh was. <laughs> so uh, it's not always what you think, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you think that um, West High was able to expose you to like multiple cultures that like so it helped you in your work today or did of course, of course. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, in higher education, you'd have to be blind to not realize that it's an international world and that, you know, among the best of the best, you're going to have people from all ethnicities and backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I has plenty of that mm-hmm. uh, to at least introduce that thought. I mean, it was on the debate team, on the soccer team. Mm-hmm. Those were pretty international little subgroups of our mm-hmm of our high school at the time and then you know med school and johns hopkins and uh residency in pittsburgh Mm -hmm. you were always exposed to worldwide kind of uh group of people Mm -hmm. do you have any goals currently working towards career-wise or otherwise um yeah, it's a continuous thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the best things I heard is every day is school. I think mm-hmm. that's true. Uh, always trying to be better. Um, doing a case tomorrow of some difficult tips that I didn't get in the first time, and so I'm going to have to keep working at them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a patent on a device uh, that's been sort of a side project, crawling along for a decade, oh. uh, trying to figure out a better way to, to fix some difficult tips can't use it tomorrow um <laughs> but um you know that's the immediate work um i suppose also just being secure enough to be able to then maybe go to work permanently mm-hmm. for one of these uh you know doctors abroad type uh, organizations in 10 years would be would be a goal mm-hmm. as well looking back on your career so is there like one 
point in which you felt like you learned something like invaluable to the rest of your career? Too many to count. It's, <laughs> it's continuous. I mean, each time you, maybe the most important thing you learn is that you don't know what you think you know. You don't know as much as you think. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, yeah, um, something I've heard repeated is, you know, there's a big difference between being a uh, cocky, self-confident chief resident and then mm -hmm. being a junior attending in charge of the cases yourself. I think that's a big leap or a big step. And so rather than a specific thing I learned, mm -hmm. it's the it's the work you did. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is ironic because <laughs> I wouldn't say most people would attach humble to me in high school. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents can have a laugh on that. Okay. I'll ask them about that. Um, okay, my last question um, is um, if, there was, if like, there was any high school students looking to possibly like, do like, medical work abroad, like, do you have any advice or things that they should be looking into like now? or in their college career, like, to prepare them for that? No, I don't think so. But, like, my own kids, you know, like, around your age uh, mm -hmm. that are also getting ready for college and stuff, it does seem like the youth today <laughs> do so many more things in preparation and mm -hmm. uh, are either expected to or have availability to do so. Mm -hmm. But in truth... There was nothing I did in college that set me up for international work uh, mm -hmm. other than visiting my grandparents in Austria. <laughs> so I, I don't think there is. I mean, ultimately doing it, I, I think you need to have something to offer medically, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and that can very well be a family practice talk. Heck, they could probably do more than the surgeons can in a lot of these places. Um, you know, and... It's not maybe toughness, but at least flexibility to not come in and say, I need this, this, and this, but the ability to say, okay, I'm going to spawn a cot for a week. That's mm -hmm. cool. Uh, and um, be able to eat anything, I suppose, is also important. Yes. Well, a strong you. stomach. <laughs> that is very important abroad, I must say. Yeah, that's right. You've, you've done a fair bit of travel with the wonders of uh, social media. I know that. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm sure something ravaged the family in Morocco. I'm sure the food is awesome, but, you know, there's always going to be something that surprised you. Yeah, the, the best story is probably, like, a few years ago, we, um, my family went to India, and oh, my, parents, been, yeah. my parents got so sick um, with uh, food poisoning that they had to have, were connected to IVs. I can believe it. I, you know, I, I've never been to India. Tons of friends from India, and, mm -hmm. uh, but I does, that doesn't surprise me that, that that their food is tough when they really when they hammer you. They can mm -hmm. they can get you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. I, no I really appreciate page. it. Hope I gave you something worthwhile. Oh, Say hi to your parents for me. I will. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Bye.